What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That right there is Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, lots to get to. DeMar DeRozan does not win Easter Conference Player of the Month for December. We're going to look at his numbers compared to Joel Embiid, who did win those honors. We're also going to look at some numbers about the Bulls, the number of days missed and games missed from protocols among their roster, and wins above replacement player of those guys who have missed time and compare them to some of the other top teams across the league. And then if we have time, we're going to get into just what exactly the Bulls might do with a few of these 10-day contract players they still have kicking around. That's all ahead on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls and hit us up on that text and voicemail line 331-979-1369. We'll do some mailbag later in the week, probably Friday to send you all into your weekend. Uh, today's episode is brought to you in part by Truebill, the app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for those subscriptions you don't want or need or simply forgot about and can even negotiate better deals on the ones you want to keep. All right, Big Dave. Well, we were kind of waiting for it. We were hoping for it. We saw that DeMar DeRozan earned Player of the Week honors for that final week of December, which included the first of his two buzzer beaters uh, and and, and a, you know, a big part of this Bulls winning streak that we have going right now. But the news that we got on Tuesday, midday, is that he did not as a lot of Bulls fans were maybe hoping and expecting, earn Player of the Month honors for the Eastern Conference for December. That went to Joel Embiid, um, who had a pretty darn good month of December himself. We'll look at his numbers in just a minute. But a lot a lot of outcry from, from Bulls Twitter when this news was dropped, including DeMar's teammate Zach Levine, who just said, wow, dot, 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 angry face emoji. Yeah. What what were your thoughts when you saw this? Were you, were you expecting Debar to win that award? Beyond, honestly, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting him to win. Um, I thought Player of the Week was exactly what he was going to win with the incredible week that he had and, you know, things of that nature. But I didn't expect him to win Player of the Month. I wasn't going to be mad. I mean, it's not like he wasn't deserving of it. You've seen the numbers. I'm sure you'll break those down uh, in a minute. Um but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't surprised at it, Matt. Like I really wasn't shocked. I didn't have that same kind of outcry uh as Bulls fans did. And I totally understand why. It's, again, we've been starving for four years. Like I get it. It makes total sense to me. And it's not like it's insane to think that he should have won. You know what I'm saying? He, he definitely had a shot for sure, an incredible shot. But man, I'm not mad at why they selected. And I'm I'm sure we'll get into I'll get into why in 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 a, in a little bit. So DeMar DeRozan's numbers are as follows in December. His shooting splits, 51.5 from the field, 62.5 from the three-point line, which, let's be honest, that was on just a handful of attempts, Uh, 85% from the free-throw line, 59.5 true shooting percentage, averaging 36 minutes a game, 29.3 points, 5.6 assists, and 4.3 rebounds. Mm. That was in eight... December games 
Mm-hmm. The Bulls were 8-0 and mm. in those eight games, and that is a big part of the reason why they had such a successful December yeah. and spent December climbing from the middle of a frenzy pack of good teams in the East to right now having a two-game lead atop the Eastern Conference in the one seed. So of the numbers that I just railed out for you there, Dave, mm-hmm. the one that I think is the deciding factor in why DeMar DeRozan did not win this award Mm-hmm. Just eight games. He mm-hmm. was in health and safety protocols for a while. He missed a couple of games. Really, I mean, to the Bulls' benefit, he only missed a few because they had some postponements because they were shorthanded, and then they had the, the Raptors game postponed because the Raptors were shorthanded. Right. But Joel Embiid played 13 games. DeMar yeah. DeRozan played eight. Yeah, I think it's that simple. Honestly, for me, that's what it was. Um, when I looked at that, and and again, you people have an argument because he didn't lose any of the eight games and he is honestly the main reason you probably won six of them. Right. So it's, it's averaging two, 29, six and five, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and two of those games for sure. You know what I'm saying? You know that he is directly responsible for. So I get that. And and then Joel Embiid's record, which was eight and six, you know, so it wasn't like right. he was team was overwhelming so people. The Sixers were eight and six in December. He played 13 of those 14. Mm-hmm. He was eight and five in games that he played. Okay. So basically, he was eight and five. Demar was eight and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Joel played five more games than Demar did in December. He lost all five of those games. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And also, Matt, I think they also looked at who he was playing as well. Mm-hmm. I think I really think that factored in because if you look at Philly's schedule here, uh, they went they went Utah, Golden State, Memphis. He didn't play in the Memphis game. Uh, Miami, Brooklyn, then Boston. In Atlanta, <laughs> Washington, uh, Toronto, Brooklyn, and Brooklyn again. And that, that's how they finished that's, out there. That's, that's a tough schedule. That's a really tough <laughs> schedule. So I guess they're looking at that and saying you came out eight and five. And within that, you had three straight games of 30 plus points. Then you had a 40, what, a 41 and 10 game also on top of that. Mm-hmm. I think they were looking at that. Because what, what what were his stats? Uh, wasn't like 29 so or something? So he was 29, 11, and 4, if you're just rounding to general numbers. 29, 11, and 4 mm-hmm. in those 13 December games. Uh, his usage percentage is through the roof. 34.6 <laughs> in the month of December. Just basically all season long because yeah. you're, they're still dealing with an absence of Ben Simmons. They've been missing guys you know, throughout the season. Joel Embiid's usage percentage is, is just is is bonkers. Yeah. yeah, I think those are the things that that made this decision for them. So, you know, it's not like I mean, it's not and I for real, I get it. Be mad. I'm cool with that because it's been a long time since you've been good and you got you a true bona fide star and you want him to get all the love that he so rightly deserves. But it's not insane to hand it to a dude who's averaging what he averaged. And who's playing the competition that he played, and they came out on the winning end of a lot of more games than they did uh lose. And I mean, right. this dude has just been and to do it at the center position as well. You know, he's not not a four or a three or anything like that. He is a five, period. That's it. And mm-hmm. to do what he did, scoring and facilitating also from the center position, I get it. I get why he won. You know what I'm saying, man? I, I totally understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it too. And look, Embiid could be looking at a first-team All-NBA selection. Uh, you, he could certainly, easily be looking at, uh, you know, uh, All-Star starter. Um, maybe DeMar DeRozan is on that level too. 
Yeah, but, yeah. You know, here here's one little you know argument sure. that I would put in in addition to like Demar Demar's numbers hold up against Embiid's and his shooting split numbers are actually better than Embiid's. Yeah. Um, in this month of December, the Sixers in games that Embiid played went eight and five. That's pretty good. You know, that's three more than than winning than losing. The Sixers mm-hmm. are twenty and sixteen right now and currently sixth in the East. Mm-hmm. Demar, De- the Bulls have not lost a game that Demar Derozan has played since November twenty seventh. Mm. The Bulls went ten and two in December and are first in the East. Mm-hmm. An eight game winning streak. Demar goes eight and zero in the month of December, and you are the number one seed. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of big picture stuff to back up the stats of what you know Joel versus Demar did this month, but the Sixers right. are in sixth and the Bulls are in first, and their numbers are similar. Yeah, and nobody expected it <laughs> on top of that. And you, I think the 8-0 and o is what stands out because even if you want to argue you only play eight games, which I do feel that was the reason they looked at this and, and gave it to Embiid, to come immediately back and say, but they won them all. <laughs> you know what I mean, right. like they didn't lose any of them. They won every single game. And I mean, in, in a lot of those in dominating fashion, you know, and the ones that weren't in dominating fashion were, were in instant iconic fashion. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, yeah, again, I get it, Bulls fans. I promise you, I get it. I understand. Be mad. Be with Zach. And I love that Zach said that because for me, that just goes back to the chip on the shoulder and to the, how the Bulls play and how they think they deserve it all and they still feel like they're disrespected, which I really honestly think they are. And I like the fact he feels like this because all I'm thinking is, ooh, I want to play Friday now. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. you, oh, this – Y'all mad now? Okay, DeMar is out after the game, taking 250 free throws while his family is there, still in his Bulls uniform? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's start Friday and let's get this going, man. So I like the fact it's that chip on the shoulder kind of thing still for this team. I like that. Um, I, I do want to quickly touch on the numbers of DeMar's teammate, Zach Levine, in December. Oh, touch away. Do. Uh, and then we will let that carry us into the conversation about the games that were missed by Zach and DeMar and their teammates in December. Mm-hmm for COVID reasons. Before we do that, Big Dave, tell the people how they can save some money with Truebill. Oh, don't you like doing that? Don't you like saving money? But I know what you don't like doing, signing up for free trials and then forgetting to get rid of them before they start charging you that money. Oh, that's how those greedy corporations get that out your hip pocket. But I've got something for you. I got the medicine. Truebill. It's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, you don't need, or you simply forgot about. On an average! You will save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. Oh, disgusting. So because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, right? Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts to Truebill. And guess what? They'll cancel all those unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And Truebill's concierge is there when you need them to cancel all those unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So don't fall for these scams. Stand up and start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Locked On NBA. That's Truebill.com slash Locked On NBA. Save you some money. All right. uh, Continuing our conversation with the Player of the Month award, DeMar uh, loses out to Embiid. Zach Levine. Zach Levine is tweeting about how his teammate DeMar DeRozan should have won this award. 
Zach Levine also had a shortened December like DeMar because of protocols. He played nine games to DeMar's eight. Here are Zach's numbers in nine December games. You ready for this? Here are the shooting splits. 52.9 from the field, 47.7 from three, 80 from the free throw line, a true shooting percentage of 65. That's right, 65. And 27.8 points, six times five rebounds. And the Bulls I mean, go seven and two in those nine games. And the two losses were the not postponed games against Cleveland and Miami, where it was like Zach Levine and some janitors. <laughs> no offense to the janitors wearing those Bulls jerseys on those games. Oh, man. That was uh, Matt, that was a direct shot at Matt Thomas. I know it was. <laughs> I know it was. I know it was. I just know it was. Yeah, Zach Levine, Matt. I mean, he makes it so hard, and I don't want to call him this because he's not a number two. Everybody talks about him being the sidekick, you know, want to be a number two. This is the first time where I think 1A and 1B really, truly fit <laughs> when you're talking yeah. about a team. You know what I'm saying? This isn't Lillard and C.J. McCollum. You know what I'm saying? This isn't right. that. Honestly, it's not MJ is- and Scotty. Right. Exactly. Exactly, man. This is 1A, 1B. Because both of these guys should be in consideration for the MVP. Both of them. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? It's you one A and one AA. Like, it's right. not even me. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's not even Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not even that. You know, it, like you said, it's one A and one AA. Like, it's double A. Like, it's baseball. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it is. So, it's so, it's so amazing to watch him, man. And this is the stuff we talked about, right, Matt, during the summer? How he was going to come out. If it was any guy that didn't surprise us, it, it's Zach Levine. Because we mm-hmm. both talked about what it was going to look like after Team USA, after winning a gold medal, which is still his header, by the way. It's <laughs> still up there with him biting on that piece of gold, baby. Because he won the gold medal, all right, at a professional level. It means something, guys. It means something. But him seeing that, being around all those players, knowing that he is a part of this, he came back even better. And we all, Matt, not just sat there and talked about this all summer long. Dude, like, we couldn't wait to see what Zach Levine was going to be on the floor. Watching him shoot the ball, Matt, is just, it's a joy. It's a joy to watch him play. The mistakes, that they, they still happen, you know what I mean, with him. Like, those turnovers and those little things like that. But again, since we got a better team and some people who can handle the action basketball, they're very right. few and far between with Zach Levine now. Ooh, that rhyme, by the way. And mm-hmm. and it's dope to see. You know what I'm saying? It's really great to see, man. So I just keep wanting to see more success from Zach Levine, getting more accolades, you know what I'm saying, and more love. And I can't wait until uh, this All-Star game because you know he's going. And <laughs> I can't wait to right. see it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I thought it was interesting. That, so the NBA Communications Twitter account, after announcing Embiid as the winner, um, Mentioned the, you know, others receiving votes, names, and DeMar DeRozan was among them, along with Giannis and then a few others. I thought it was curious that Zach Levine was not even on the others receiving votes. Because, like, look, his numbers pretty much line up with DeMar's. The Bulls had two players produce numbers like that in a month where they shoot up the standings and claim number one in the East. But whatever, congrats to Joel Embiid. Uh, We got two (laughs) of these guys. We're perfectly happy stacking W's while you have a player of the month award. Um, Have that. Take it. You know. (laughs) All right. So, Big Dave, let's move on to this next uh, topic of discussion, which is something that you sent my way earlier today. The Mm -hmm. ESPN Plus, you know, behind a paywall, somebody broke down most value lost across the NBA team by team 
as far as players missing games and missing they actually added up the minutes um yeah. minutes lost for players in health and safety protocols um the bulls are near the top of that list so they they measured two things they measured minutes lost and they measured warp or warp or wins above replacement player whichever one you want to call it the team that has the highest warp loss was actually the bulls division rival cleveland cavaliers at 2.6 they have lost the third most minutes across the league the bulls have the first most minutes lost with 1,182 minutes lost to players in COVID uh, protocols, but just 1.6 wins above replacement player lost, which is still the fifth most mm. among 30 NBA teams. So mm. what is your biggest takeaway from this when you really look at – people have been debating this on NBA Twitter for a month when it comes to postpone, don't postpone, which, which teams are getting the raw end of the deal, who's getting a short stick. Like, how did you see all of this information breaking down? How do you analyze it? Uh, well, for me, well, first of all, big shout out to my boy, Dev, who actually sent this to me. He's a, a personal trainer. Uh, up, really great one. Awesome. You check him out. Seneca Athletics on Instagram. Check him out. He's incredible. Our listeners incredible. can check it out. I don't do personal trainers. Matt, get you what, man? I'm telling I'm you, gonna, right. I, one of my best friends is a personal trainer, and he's always trying to get me to like, oh, come on. Just come yeah. on. Have a special with me. You want me to pay you to force <laughs> me to exercise? I'm telling you, man. You'll, you'll hug you'll hug them in a month. I promise you. You'll hug them, man. Seneca Get Athletics. in half and flush them down the toilet, baby. <laughs> Get them up, baby. Seneca Athletics on Instagram. Seneca Athletics. My man, Dev. Uh, great boxer, too. Um, Matt, when I saw this, all it said to me was just it, it spoke to the resiliency of the Chicago Bulls because nobody was hit harder earlier than <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. You're nobody in the league. The total has been to this point, what, 17 players for the Chicago Bulls? Or or I guess are we factoring in coaches too and everything like that? Right, you know, it yeah. goes up a little more. And if we're going to factor in play-by-play -play guys as well, we can toss that in there too because they got hit as well. Thank shout out to Stacey King for being back, man, and Bill Winnington. Um, but, man, Matt, it just really speaks to the level of mental fortitude this team has because mm -hmm. going through that stuff, it's easy to fold. You know, it's easy to say, you know what? We just ain't going to have it tonight, guys. And I don't know about you. I, I I don't think I went into these games expecting anything. You know what I mean? Like expecting like them to just look like world beaters again. I was like, nope, Matt Thomas is paying 26 minutes. You know what I mean? Like everybody else is hurt. Let's just see how we look. And wait a minute, we won? And, and not just won, but won convincingly. Like mm -hmm. they were whooping these teams, Matt. Again, something that plays to uh, DeMar DeRozan and how incredible he's been. But, man, it just really, for me, just highlighted how good the Bulls are. You know, this isn't fluke. You know what I'm saying? This isn't luck. This is this team is good. Top to bottom, they're good. They're well coached. They execute, and they do it on both ends of the floor. It's not like the Atlanta Hawks that one year when they had four All-Stars. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not like that. We could look at that and say, I don't believe any of that. You're going to run into LeBron. You're going to die. So right. we already knew what was going to happen. This is different. When you don't have a lot of your best players out there and also a lot of your second best players out there, plus you're missing guys due to injuries as well. You're missing that. I'm never going to leave out. Patrick Williams is not out there. That's a thing. All right. So you're going through all of that. You're undersized. You can't rebound all this stuff, but you're still out here winning. 
And these teams still don't have nothing for you. I loved it reading it so much because it just really spoke to that for me, Matt. They number one in minutes long. Number one in, in minutes, Matt, lost because of COVID, man. And what were they, fifth in warp? Like, yeah. But still, you're the top team in the East. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, e- even just being fifth in warp, I think, is more impressive than the fact yeah. that they are first in the NBA in minutes missed. Because I agree. So, some of these teams ahead of them in warp, you look at the players that they have missed and for how long. Kevin Love and Lowry for the Cavs were out early. Like they were, you know, some of the first players early this season to miss extended time, eight games, nine games. And then recently for the Cavs, you got Allen, Garland, and Mobley all missing several games. When you look at the Sixers, Embiid missed nine with COVID. Tobias Harris missed six. Matisse Thibel, who's been huge for them this season, missed seven. They're second in the NBA in lost warp. The Bucks third in the NBA in lost warp, despite only 12th in lost minutes. Well, that's because, you know, potential MVP Giannis missed five games. Middleton, his his Robin, missed eight games in November out with COVID. The Timberwolves fourth in warp lost at 1.7. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and D'Angelo Russell all missing extended time. And then there are the Bulls in fifth. And to me, that's the key. When you think about this this space between the number of minutes lost among the entire Bulls roster, which leads to the NBA, and lost wins above replacement player in which they are just fifth, which is still, you know, top five in the league. Top five, right. But their key guys, DeMar DeRozan, only three games missed. Zach Levine, only two games missed. Some of that is because of postponements. Some of that is because that part of the Bulls' schedule was already thin. They got through the gauntlet part of November and early December before Zach and DeMar went into protocols. It speaks yet again to just how valuable they are to this team because if, if, if if the Bulls' duo of those two players miss five, six games each instead of two or three, Maybe we're not talking about the Bulls in first place right now. That's true. And real quickly, I just want to say this for people who prop, who don't know what Warp is or don't know what we're talking about, just, give, just to give you the definition, it evaluates a player who belongs to a team that is made up of him and four average players. Using replacement level shows the value of players who can play heavy minutes and avoid injury while continuing to perform above replacement level. That's that's exactly what it is. And that's why we're so like fifth. <laughs> like what? Like this is insane. So, but yeah, Matt, like you said, they missed two and 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 he missed three, but we still were going through it. And they still weren't losing, even when those two games were out, even when those three games, uh, Zach was out. Still out there winning. Lonzo Ball was a different human being in those games, if you remember. You know, he he mm-hmm. understood the assignment, as people like to say. He came in and he took over. He started scoring a little more. You know, he started doing a little more things out there uh, offensively in addition to what he was doing defensively. And, of course, he was playing in heavy minutes because Billy Donovan was like, come sit down for two minutes. All right, get back up. Go back into the game. He was doing that the entire time. Caruso as well. You know, all those guys contributed. And then you can't forget guys like uh, um, who were coming in, you know, just being signed, like Alfonso McKinney, like Mm -hmm. Tyler Cook, you know, like guys like that, like uh, Matt Thomas who had a solid game one time. And you can't forget all of this stuff that, you know, guys just came in and provided that kind of help for. No other team went through that 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 hard and that early than the Chicago Bulls. And no other team looked better <laughs> going through that than the Chicago Bulls. 
Yeah. Um, the, the Bulls makeup games, uh, to kind of wrap that up, were announced uh, along with several other postponed games makeup dates. Kind of, a, you know, some good, some bad. The Bulls broke up a previous huge long road trip stretch of games with one home game being rescheduled in the middle of that. But they did also now add three back-to-back sequences because of these makeup games. So mm. some good, some bad with the Bulls rescheduling. Okay. Uh, we want to touch on some of those back end of the roster guys and some of these 10-day guys who are still sticking around and talk about where they might be long-term and whether or not they're going to stick with the Bulls. We'll do that in just a minute. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online, which has you covered through the holiday season and into the new year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through bowl season, and we got NFL wild card right around the corner, NFL playoffs. Who doesn't love that? Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to their website or mobile or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Sign up, put 100 bucks in, they're going to give you 50 extra dollars to play with. Just remember to use promo code LOCKED ON to receive that welcome bonus at sign up. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, even Vegas casino games. They've got it all. Don't wait to take advantage of all of their amazing offers available for the 2022 season. We got an awesome Wednesday NBA doubleheader coming up on ESPN. Awesome West Coast games. We got Warriors Mavs. We got Jazz Nuggets. Who doesn't want to throw some money at that? You know this guy's going to. Bet online. (laughs) The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Don't wait. So, Use that promo code locked on at sign up at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Ooh, that was smooth. Listen, it's time. It's, it's New Year's. You know, everybody's got their resolutions. You know, you you want to do certain things. Even I have a resolution. I'll share with you. Matt doesn't even know this. My resolution this year: I'm giving up alcohol for the entire year. Mm. I'm giving it up for the entire <laughs> year. I won't have a drink. That is my resolution what? this year. Yeah, yeah, man. I've never. I haven't done it, and I don't know how long. Since I started drinking. So I was like, you know what? Let's see if I could do it. Let's see how it goes. Because sometimes resolutions don't make it. Let's see how it goes, though. But that's my resolution. I, I'm cheering for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As he sips a beer. <laughs> but a lot of people's resolutions, that is about getting fit, you know, or eating healthier. And I got a company that's going to help you do that as far as the eating is concerned. And that's Built Bar. Because that's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And maybe even just a little better than a candy bar. I don't know. But I know what it does taste better than those other protein bars that taste like hot trash wrapped in sadness. You don't want none of that. But what you need is some Built Bar in your life. Because they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Teen, you need this in your life, y'all. So why don't you go get you some at built.com? And since we love you so much, look, we'll give you 15% off of the order if you use the promo code LOCKED15. And also, you know they do flavor of the month. You know that's how I go down up in Built Bar. So to start the new year, Matthew Peck, could you please tell the people what the flavor of the month is? Brand new, brand new year, brand new delicious flavor, Dave. Caramel and peanuts. Caramel oh. and peanuts? I don't I don't care how which way you say that word. Either way, it's peanuts and it's caramel. It's caramel. It's delicious. That's right. And you want it and it's covered in 100% real chocolate. Built.com. 50% off your order if you use the promo code LOCK15. That is built.com. 
All right, before we get out of here for today, wanted to quickly touch on where exactly the Bulls stand with their 10-day contract guys as now they have gotten most of these players out of protocols. I believe right now, Ursan Ilyasova, who is himself a 10-day guy, is the last guy who maybe has yet to be cleared or maybe is cleared but not you know, officially back yet. That's true. Um, but they still have some guys hanging around. Mac McClung is still here. Um, you know, we already know that McKinney was actually signed for the remainder of the season after his 10-day contract when the Bulls said goodbye to Alizé Johnson. They still also have Jordan Bell, Mr. 3.5 million cash considerations, <laughs> hanging out on a 10-day contract. So the, the question is, Dave, Mm-hmm. Of this carousel of guys, you know, throwing Matt Thomas's name in there too. I'll, I'll, I'll get to him in a bit. Is, is there anybody that you really want? One guy that you really want to see stick around for the Bulls' final fifteen roster? Man, this is an interesting question, honestly. Because um, I mean, you, you look at guys like well, McKinney. He's set. You know, he's got his contract. He'll be fine. But you look at guys like Tyler Cook. You know, again, got his two way. He'll be fine. But I mentioned those two guys because those are guys who played their way into something. You know what I'm saying? They got an opportunity right. and they played their way into something. It's not like that can't happen here with the guys that have been mentioned. Ilya Sova, Matt, 6'10 and a shooter. And, you know, has just a veteran. You know, uh, I talked about, about this team big man, you know, for down the stretch for Giannis. Because honestly, whoever they get, Matt, and decide to go with, it has to be for Giannis and it has to be for those bigger players because the Bulls were lacking size and things like that you need somebody with six fouls in the jump shot you need it and t- it's tall by the way so Ilya Silva fits that as far as the better in leadership as well Jordan Bell also fits that because Jordan Bell comes also with a championship pedigree he has a ring with Golden State and he also is athletic <laughs> and he's also tall and it's also, I just need to see him in a Bulls uniform to complete the circle. <laughs> I need to see it, man. I have to see him in the game, in that jersey, to just complete that whole circle, man. It has to happen. I've got to see it, all right? And then I'll be fine. I don't even have to have to see his last name on his jersey. I don't care. I just have to see him on the floor in his jersey doing stuff. Even after you, you know, copy my head. I, I do, Matt. I remember that game when he came back and he played Chicago and he had a great game and then he was doing this. He was, he was doing this. <laughs> oh, this, this. Right, right, right. He was doing that. Right. The money. The money. I, I got to see it. I just really want to see it just to complete it. So I, I don't know about McClung and who is a great story, by the way. Great, great college player, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about my main man, Matt Thomas. You know, I don't know about those guys, but it seemed like Matt Thomas be holding on for dear life. <laughs> That's why I like him, man, so much. Out of those guys, Matt, if I had to choose, gosh. Jeez. Oh. I'm going to say, I'm going uh, to say Jordan Bell. Okay. I, I, I would probably go that route as well if I were not to say, you know, D, none of the above. D, <laughs> player X to be named at a later date. Thanks to AK and Eversley, you know, they're looking, you know, they're going to look around and look, and that's where the other part of this comes in because Matt Thomas. Okay. So here's, here are the dates that Bulls fans need to know. Uh, we are recording this uh, January 4th. This is our January 5th episode, January 10th. 
is the official 21-22 NBA season cutoff date for guaranteed contracts, for for non-guaranteed contracts to become fully guaranteed. Matt Thomas is on a non-guaranteed contract. However, the players must clear waivers before that January 10th deadline when their contracts become fully guaranteed. That being the case, and the process of clearing waivers taking a few days, essentially what that means is teams need to cut players whose contracts they do not want to become guaranteed, not on January 10th, but on January 7th. That is this Mm. Friday. This Friday, Mm. January 7th, we will have an answer on Matt Thomas. And then from Mm. there, you go to, okay, it's either – we're guaranteeing Matt Thomas this contract for the rest of the season. Matt Thomas is sticking with us. And then maybe it's just a matter of between January 7th and the trade deadline if the Bulls make any other roster moves. Or they wave, they cut Matt Thomas before January 7th, and then one of those other guys sticks, whether it be Jordan Bell or Mac McClung or whoever, or AK and Eversley take a look around the NBA and see what other teams maybe let loose a player that the Bulls find to be a potentially useful guy. I like I'm I know because we have seen this new front office operate for a year and a half now that they are doing their due diligence with that job and trying to find the perfect finalized version of what this roster is for a deep playoff run. I don't necessarily think any of the guys, whether they be 10 days or two ways, you know, n- none of them stick out above the rest, if that makes sense. O- other than, oh, as you yeah. mentioned, Tyler Cook, who's on a two-way, so we know he's sticking through. Uh, and the league has lifted those restrictions on number of games and days that two-way guys can sp- spend with the team because COVID. Right. So we know McKinney's sticking around. Tyler Cook and Devon Dotson will obviously be here. Matt Thomas, eh. Jordan Bell, eh. Ilyasova, super eh. Like, I know the Bulls maybe could use some more size, but... Also, but I, I, I've seen that dude play play too many games and make too many dirty plays in a Bucks jersey in my Bulls fandom life. Like, get that guy out of a Bulls jersey. I'm sorry. That's a fact, man. Now, I can't even argue with that. I can't even argue with that. That's how I know him, is, is just being dirty and doing those kind of things like that against the Chicago Bulls. I don't think he'll make it. I don't think he's long for it. Um, I think he'll. I don't think he'll be around. And plus, you know, the age also comes with it. So I don't think yeah. he'll be around. That's why he I had think three Jordan different stints with the Bucks chance. spanning like a decade plus. Yeah. Every time he came back and put on a Bucks jersey, I'm like, this fucking guy again? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man, didn't he play with Philly? Wasn't he on Philly too? Yeah, or, yeah. In Utah, like and his NBA like career, that. it's been like Bucks leaves bucks leaves to somewhere else bucks leaves to somewhere else comes back to the bucks it's like a bad relationship you know what i mean like, like we're never dating again it's over you know what I'm saying hey you up right, yeah. <laughs> that's how it is oh man it should be interesting that those are those are really interesting dates so i'll definitely be having my eye on that man but if matt thomas doesn't make it i ain't got number love for you matt thomas because you scrappy you know what i mean you tough man you against all odds out there you know what I mean? But I hope you do, because I got more jokes to get off about you. <laughs> if you if you go make the team, man, and you know I like getting my jokes off, especially about scrappy players that nobody likes. And that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? I love it. There you go. I love it. Uh, speaking <laughs> of jokes, make sure y'all tune in for our Thursday episode. We're gonna mm. we're gonna chat with a really fun guest, uh, first time mm. guest on Locked On Bulls, uh, somebody who has cracked me up uh, a whole bunch, uh, Chicago wow. native. Chicago Roots, 
uh, and a pretty prominent actor uh, who is going to be joining us for the first time on Lockdown Bulls. So that's our Thursday episode. Stay tuned and keep an eye out for that to drop. Until then, that's it for us. Uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, Lockdown Bulls, if you haven't already. Uh, hit that like button if you enjoyed today's episode. We appreciate it. Uh, you can always hit us up on that text and voicemail line. We'll do some mailbag at the end of the week. 331-979-1369 is that number. And we are on Twitter 24-7, 365 at Bulls underscore Peck, at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports, and at Locked on Bulls. For Big Dave, I'm Matt saying thanks as always for listening and watching Bulls Nation. We love you. Till next time. See you, Brett. Be good.